Canada's weed hunters are setting their sights on natural alternatives to herbicides. Dr. Andrew Mackenzie Gopsil is a research scientist with Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada at the Charlottetown Research and Development Centre. So we're um, evaluating uh, abrasive weed management or projectile weed management. It goes by a, a couple of different terms. And it's really um, kind of exactly as it sounds like we're, we're shooting um, a material directly at our weeds to try and, try and control them. Um, so we're using uh, it's essentially just commercial sandblasters um, and passing different types of grit and evaluating um, control of several priority species in a couple of different high-value crops across Canada. Yeah, I guess talk a bit more about how this works. You know, what sort of materials are you using here? Sure. So we're, we're evaluating two um, main materials. The first one is uh, walnut shells. So just, just ground up walnut shells, and we're looking at two different grit sizes of that, as well as um, corn grit, which is just um, corn cobs, again, ground up. And, and again, looking at two different sizes there. And, um, yeah, as mentioned, we're evaluating these on uh, control of a couple of different priority species in um, potato, highbush blueberry, in vineyards, as well as in beans. Now, I guess the, my main question would be, you know, how do you, um, how do you target the weeds and then um, not damage the crops? Sure. So there's definitely a little bit of crop damage that, that can occur. Um, there really is, there's no selectivity here. So we are going after the crop has emerged, uh, but we are going at, at a very early stage and we are directing our sandblasters um, kind of at the base of the, like along the side of the rows. So not directly at the crop, but kind of um, just right where a lot of those weeds grow. Um, right next to that that crop row. So we do see a little bit of damage there. Um, my site, I, I'm in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, so I've been looking at potatoes. And um, we, we do see some, some holes and, and some spotting on our lower leaves, but later on in the season, those just um, senesce and, and die off anyway. So we don't really think there's, there's any kind of negative impact, at least in, in terms of on, on potato. With, uh, with many weeds now, you know, becoming uh, resistant to, to different herbicides, talk, talk a little bit about how this method would, uh, you know, benefit that. Sure. So, um, and in, in potato production out here, we've increasingly found more and more um, species that are resistant to the, the major herbicides that we're using in potatoes, um, primarily common lambs quarters and, and red root pig root resistant to some of those group five chemistries. So, things like uh, uh, Sencor or, or Metribuzin. Um, and so a lot of those come, they uh, escape our initial weed control um, and then can become really problematic later on. And so this method can allow us to potentially control those um, later on in the growing season to um, prevent their seed production um, so that we don't you know, build up the populations of those herbicide-resistant weeds or continue to build up those populations as well as providing some control um, of those problematic species in season. With the uh, amount of time it takes to register new herbicides, um, talk a little bit about how this method might uh, help uh, alleviate that. Sure. So this whole project is part of uh, a new federal initiative called the Alternative Pest Management Solutions. And the whole goal of all of these projects um, is is really the accelerated and rapid adoption of technologies. So we're looking at um, you know, things that have no, no regulatory barriers preventing their uptake by producers. So anybody could go out there um, and, and test out this technology right now if they'd like to. Um, so yeah, it's really trying to get around um, a lot of those issues where it, you know, it can take upwards of 10 years to register a new product on, on, a, on a crop. 
Now, the the trials that you're doing now, is this just uh, sort of on a smaller scale? or? Yeah, so we are, we're just on a plot scale. This is the first year of the project. Um, so all of us, there, there's several collaborators across Canada, each working on their own different cropping system. And so, I, yeah, everything is at a plot scale right right now. When would that move to sort of a, like a commercial uh, testing or, or what's the plans there? So we just have our, our initial just two years of this project. So um, this year and next year to really hammer out which grit tech or which grits and which size of grits are most effective on our problem weed species in each of our cropping systems. And then from there, there's um, really nothing stopping any producer from, from testing it out at, at that point. Um, we don't necessarily have any direct plans um, of testing it at field scale uh, in producer's field, but um, you know that, that might come a bit later after this initial uh, two-year phase of the project. Anything else that uh, you wanted to highlight on the project? We just have some pre- preliminary data that we've collected so far. Um, no kind of yield impact or, or anything, but looking at, um, at least just from our potato site, what we can see, um, one, one of the other components of this is we're, we're evaluating um, a combined using our grits as well as low rates of herbicides. So the, there's only one herbicide that's available for use in potatoes that controls any kind of broad, or broad leaves um, post-emerge, and, and that's prism or rimsulfuron. And that is only effective on a couple of broadleaf species. And one thing we're noticing is that when we go in with our grits and kind of knock those plants back a little bit, even though we don't get a ton of control with that grit, we make them more susceptible to that later herbicide application. Um, so, And it's a low rate of that herbicide, so we're going at a half rate. So it um, kind of goes back to that integrated weed management approach of using many little hammers. Um, here we're able to potentially provide greater control of some species that aren't normally controlled by, by our broadly um, herbicide. That was Dr. Andrew McKenzie Gopsill. He's a research scientist with Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada at the Charlottetown Research and Development Centre. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.